Hey, Basic Brown Nerds, this is Joy Valerie. And one of the questions that people are always asking me is, how do I start a podcast? Well, I've been podcasting for almost three years now. And let me tell you, back when I started, there weren't many tools that made it simple to just start. And lucky for you, now there's Anchor.fm and you could get started right away with tools built in, audio features, and also making it really simple for you to monetize on day one. They will distribute your podcast on apps like Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. So just go to anchor.fm or download the app to get started and make sure that you share it with us. Hi, Basic Brown Nerds. It's me, Joy Valerie. And we've had a couple of changes this season. So I wanted to thank you so much for listening in and supporting us. We are super busy editing all of the amazing stories that we have this season and trying to make all of our ideas into reality, even as an independent media outlet and very small team. But we have a couple of surprises coming up, including fundraising brunches, events, and exciting partnerships to fund and keep this project going. So make sure that you sign up to be in the know at basicbrownnerds.com slash newsletter. And for today's episode, we're going to revisit a conversation Grecia and I had last season about boundaries. Now, this is something I struggle with a lot and really didn't learn, especially being an immigrant, diaspora kid, Latinx, and growing up in very communal environments where personal space was kind of a luxury. But I've learned boundaries are necessary to respect yourself, those around you, and have healthy relationships. So we're talking more about that today with Grecia. And don't forget to tag us on Twitter and Instagram to let us know you're listening and what your takeaways are. So now for today's throwback. I'm Joy. And I am Grecia. And we are Basic Basic Browners. Browners. Hi, welcome back to Basic Browners. This week, we want to talk about setting boundaries. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I feel personally, this is something that I'm trying to work on a lot on setting boundaries with other people, because I feel like I never did (laughs) like I always like I'm an open book and everything and like as I've gotten older I've like realized how much other people drain my energy and my time and I tend to be like very very giving um that to the point that sometimes when your boundaries are disrespected or you know people go too far or trigger something then I think back and then I'm like well I never set that boundary with someone you know Mm -hmm. and like you know people kind of just how would somebody know like that's not something that they can't talk about with you or like cross if you never set that right yeah um and like I know like we've been friends for a while and I think that you do a very good job of doing this right like especially like even with me that because I get like really excited about everything all the time <laughs> so it's just like hey guys I want to do that and you're like no I cannot because of this right um but I feel like that's also really healthy to have with other people because when you set a boundary like you're respecting yourself but you're also like respecting the other person to like explain that to like why you don't want to do this or like no this is just something that we're not going to do and you're like oh okay and you know where you stand that like 
Um, it's a good example, especially for people who don't understand boundaries. Well, I mean, I wasn't always good at setting boundaries. Like I kind of just had to learn, but like, I remember being younger and like also doing the same thing, right? Like people are like, Oh, let's hang out. And I'd be like, Oh yeah. Like I have, like, I would move my whole schedule for mm-hmm. them. And then the last one would be like, Oh, I have to cancel me. Like what the fuck? Like I just did all this stuff for you that like, they didn't even ask me to do mind you. Like I just decided right. to do for them and they weren't even aware. And then like they canceled and I'd be like, I'll be upset. And then like, sometimes I would, when I would want to hang out with people and like, they wouldn't do the same for me. I would just be like, how is it that they just like say no. Right. And like, I started like thinking about, about that a lot. And it wasn't like I was angry at them for saying no. It was more like, how is it that they have the power to say no? And like, I feel like I have to always say yes. Mm-hmm. And so then I had to like learn how to build boundaries. And then like also in my last relationship, like we were always doing what he wanted to do. And like, I was always expected to rearrange my schedule to hang out with his friends and like his family. And then when I would try to like set boundaries, like I felt like he wouldn't take him well. Like he just like assumed that that meant that I didn't like his family and things like that, which was not the case. Like I remember one time I was working at a daycare and so we weren't allowed to have our phones on us the whole time because obviously we're supposed to be paying attention to the children. And I came out of work and I had plans. And like he knew I had plans to do something with one of my friends. And it was like the very few times that I would have something planned. Right. And he was like, oh, I told my cousin that you're going to do this for her. Like she's waiting for you. And I'm like, what? Like, you know, I have this other thing to do. I'd be like, no, but she's already waiting for you. And it would be like, I was just constantly always expected to drop everything for whatever he thought my priority should be. And I think like after that relationship, like I learned to um, like set those boundaries and, um, and I've been working really hard on that. Like since we broke up, so it's like the last four years. So like, that's kind of like why I've been good at it. It's like, mm-hmm. I've consciously been working on that. Right. And I feel like that's very hard. And especially like, for me, it's a lot with my family. Like I am, I need to be like a very structured person. Like I need to plan out my time. And I think, you know, the older you get, the more you have more responsibilities, right? Like you have a job, you have like commitments, plans that you've made with other people. Um, and like my family doesn't do that. (laughs) They just kind of are very like last minute people. And I feel like that's always driven me crazy. Like, and definitely has played into my anxieties of just being like, is something going to change last minute? Or, you know, like, um, but it's, it's been very hard because like, even with my family, they'll be like, Oh yeah, we're going to go on a trip. Come with us. And I'm just like, you need to tell me this like in advance. Right. Or like, Oh, what are you doing for this? Like, come, come do this. And I'm like, what like please please let me know like I have a schedule um and and I feel like at first it was really hard for my family to accept whenever I had I was like hey can you let me know like even um like whenever they would just show up randomly yeah and I I feel like that's a very normal thing in Latino cultures to just pop in unexpectedly to people's houses and you're just like hey what are you doing here mi casa es su casa no it's not Um, Mikasa needs to be booked in advance. (laughs) I have an Airbnb here. (laughs) 
Mi casa es un Airbnb. No. Like, it's open for you, but you need to schedule in the time and get, wait for a confirmation email. Oh my God. I was just, that, this makes me remind, this reminds me of an interview. So like, uh, what's his name? Dave Letterman has a new show on Netflix and he was interviewing Malala and she was talking about, um, like the the culture that she comes from and like I don't remember like the name of the her people right I don't remember but she was talking about how like in her culture people are allowed to just like come and stay at your house oh or, hell yeah. no yeah it's like it's like a thing it's like if somebody like if, if your cousins come like they're allowed to come and stay for as long as they need right and you're not allowed to like kick them out like you're allowed to she was like saying how she's like you're allowed to like complain about it to other people in the DL but like you can't tell them that's called cheese mix <laughs> yeah but like <laughs> But it was, and I was just like, this sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> no, but think about it. That's kind of a normal thing. Yes. I feel like maybe, I don't know what it is. Like, I think we were talking about this earlier. And I'm like, I feel like boundaries are a very white thing. Um, but like white American thing, yes. right? Like, you know, if you go to Eastern Europe or Europe, like people are very open and whatnot, right? Yeah. Um, but I feel like. Yeah, what is it about that? Like, maybe it's because we've been very, like, communal type of people, right? That we have to rely on each other because, you know, like, we all come from, like, like you were saying, like, small villages and, like, small groups of people that, like, how you survive is by exchanging, right? Um, by sharing, like, having that, like, sharing of time and space and, like, your, you know, whatever resources you have. Mm -hmm. But I feel like we're in this very odd transition of, like, we're coming from there and we're in the U.S. and we are around more people, right? So we're not, like, in a tiny 20-person village yeah. where you need to share everything. We're, like, living in cities and we have more spaces that we do need to set these boundaries. Um, I think living in New York, especially well, I don't in the city... Oh, well, I don't think we have to set boundaries because we're among other people. I just think like we're in we we live in a place now where we're aware that there are such right. things as boundaries and that you right. can set them. Like and you need to because else life becomes way way too overwhelming. Um and you're too like overexposed. And people take almost he said like how do you say that in English? Like take advantage of you? Yes. <laughs> you know, like if you don't have boundaries and I feel like that's happened to me a couple of times and that's really what made me realize like I need to work on this, right? Because there are people that like unfortunately will take advantage of it. Um, like, you know, like I try to be very like pro like helping like people in the community especially mm -hmm. like latinx populations mm -hmm. and like supporting each other and i feel like unfortunately even in our own populations you always have people that might take advantage of that right and like be like oh well this girl is giving up her time like let me try to like take advantage and be like oh like i need help with this 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 and then like you start to feel like it's too much right mm -hmm. um and i definitely had that where i'm just like assessing like a relationship like you know friendships right mm -hmm. like still a relationship and being like wait am I putting in more than I get out and I feel like that's always something that you have to like assess with any relationship right like any dynamic between people like am I putting in more energy and like more time and giving more of myself than like I'm getting in return right yeah actually for me sometimes it's been the opposite where I realize like I'm the more open one in the friendship yeah and I feel like at some point, like, they don't really confide in me. And, like, obviously, I don't need to be everyone's best friend. But right. I'm just like, okay, like, if you just don't feel that same closeness with me, and then I eventually I feel like I'm the only one, 
like opening up, then I also like tend to step I mean, it back. goes both ways, right? Yeah, because then you don't want to feel like a drain either. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. so sometimes like I do. Well, work. a lot of people, I don't think realize that. I'm very like self-conscious <laughs> of that. Like, I don't want to be that person that's always complaining or the person that always needs help. Right. But I feel like that's why like communication is key in any like dynamic, right? Between mm-hmm. people, like, cause maybe that person is, is like, okay, with like, no, like, I like hearing about this, right? Yeah. Cause it also depends. Like some people are that type of personality that are like always like wanting to help and whatever. Um, or that can handle that. Yeah. Right. Like it doesn't trigger them. But then with other people, like it might be triggering. And how would you know that unless that person sets that boundary with you, right? Um, being like, hey, these are things that I can't really talk about, right? But not everyone is as self-aware, obviously. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of like the type of person where like when people meet me, like they know I'm private and I'm not right. going to let you in. And then maybe I'll start letting you in, right? Yeah. Or like I am very open about certain things, but not about everything. So like mm-hmm. I might be very open about like Ileana and blah, 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 but I'm not going to be very open about like some of my other feelings or you know like now people think of me as an open person because like they read my poetry but that's different mm-hmm. than me coming up to them and, and the like, podcast and the podcast <laughs> yeah <Hi>. <laughs> well, don't come up to us in real life with your problems <laughs> i feel like i have the opposite problem right well i think you're like a very open and nice person where i am more of a cranky person <laughs> Uh, like people just kind of know that about me like when they meet me and then like I will eventually warm up to you whereas like you are warm from the beginning I guess but that's just how I am like as a person but I feel like it it kind of does work negatively against me because then people come to me and they start telling me all their problems right and like all their stuff and the thing is like I don't know how to handle other people's problems I'm like oh I think I have like resting nice face I think I said this before um but like I'm just like uh, 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 I don't don't know like I'm just like well I could tell you like what I've done and like I think I'm more open about that like my experiences Mm -hmm. but I never know how to tell other people to handle their life when they're asking for advice and I'm just like and also a lot of people start asking me that like I'm not necessarily close with and I'm like, yeah. why? Like, well, well here's what I think. I'm like, I'm like you, think you, we talk twice. Well, <laughs> so I think you're very open about certain things. Like, if somebody, <laughs> if somebody brings up something about like Instagram, like you, like you have, you know, so much, and like you're willing yeah. to be like, oh, you should be doing this, and this is when you should be posting, and this is what yeah. you should be posting, I'm and so then. Yeah. <laughs> I love anything tech related. But then I think people think like because like you maybe give them that kind of advice and like they think like you're willing to give them all kinds of advice. I guess. But I think like yeah, like emotional stuff. That's the thing. The emotional advice, I don't know how to handle that. Like I could barely handle my own emotions. Mm-hmm. And guy advice. A lot of people ask me for guy advice, which like I don't understand because we're single. We're I'm single as <laughs> fuck. I'm not good with guys. No, I I never give anyone I should say, you know that meme, the Kanye meme that's like, you should do this, but I don't know. I don't know. Like, the case of messes with your life. I don't give people advice on, like, what they should do with their relationship unless, like, I think they're not happy. Like, if I feel from you that you're not happy, like, I will say, like, well, you don't need to put up with that. And I won't ever tell you, like, you should leave him, but I will be like, you'll be fine if you're alone. Yeah, I mean, I just encourage uh, singleness. <laughs> I 
do. And it's not because I want everyone to be single. I, I just <laughs> really I just want everyone to actually be happy. Oh, that's like true. I just feel like you like people I I think because I've been in that place where like I was so stuck on one person because like he was the person I like mm-hmm. loved from when I was fifteen. Like I, like my whole life I was just like, Oh, it's gonna be me and him forever and then like it wasn't and like it was like a very toxic relationship. Like I wasn't happy at all. I think because like I've been in that place and I made it out like I know how hard it is to like get out of it I know how hard it is to be in it but I also know how good it is to like be free from that right like I kind of want people to to know that they can do it too right like I, I still don't know how I did it sometimes like I hadn't even finished college. I was like really depressed. I had, we had a two year old. We were living together. We were engaged. And I was like, bye. I mean, it wasn't Damn. that easy. I wasn't that easy. I but feel like, like you I can make I, a movie out of it. Uh, maybe I just want a happier ending than where I am now. <laughs> just because it's not at the end yet. Uh, no, but, <laughs> but like, um, but yeah, so sometimes like I just like want to encourage people. But like, I, like, I remember we talked about this. I was like, I'm done giving people advice. Yeah, that's the other thing because Kanye meme. I don't know. <laughs> but also because like, um, then people start coming up to you for it all the time. Like, right. that's kind of what happens. Yeah, like, I literally had to do this at my job. I don't think anyone listens from my job, but whatever. Um, where I was like, hey, guys, I am not HR. <laughs> you know, I was kind of like, why are people coming to me with everything, you know? Um, and it was like, you know, some people that I do talk to, like, on a constant basis. But then it was people that I didn't. And I was like, Who, what? What gave you this impression? You know, I'm like, I don't know anything about you. Like, why are you telling me this? Uh, <laughs> but also, we don't care about every aspect of someone's life. Exactly. You know, like, and sometimes, like, I may care about somebody, but, like, I don't need to hear about everything that's happening in their life or like maybe like I'll listen but like I actually just like low-key don't care (laughs) well I feel like well I mean I like talking to people about you know just their experiences but um I think yeah that's the thing like I need to set more boundaries when it comes to like people asking me for advice because I don't know (laughs) I'm like I can barely handle like emotional advice especially like when people ask me for tech advice or career advice I'm like more than happy to talk about that because I guess it's more on my experience yeah as opposed to like emotional and relationship advice because I'm just like I don't know like these are areas that I'm not very well well versed in for myself but um so yeah that's like one boundary I want to set with people I don't know how to do that without sounding mean I feel like that's my other problem like I don't know how to sound set boundaries without seeming mean and that's something that like I think it's just something personal that I'm trying to deal with because I always think that people are going to be offended by me setting a boundary and I've realized that that's not necessarily true um like I mean you know it was something with my family that like like my mom would just show up randomly right yeah. and like and this is when I was like very much dealing with my anxiety and like just needed space to just mm-hmm. like decompress um and you know because I think that's a lot of times when we struggle with anxiety we think like oh I'm making all these things up when really it might be something very small mm-hmm. you know like for me it was like 
the stress of like go- commuting, right? And then yeah. I was just kind of like, oh, I'm like making all these things up in my head. But like, no, there was like a root cause. It just kind of gets blown out of proportion in your mind where you're just stressed out about it. Um, so I just needed to come home and decompress. And then I would come home and then like, yeah, like I kind of live with my parents, but not really. Like, like they just kind of stay here sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. But I'm just like, and I told my mom, I was just like, I would really appreciate it if you like told me when you were going to be there, right? Just so that I am prepared to know, like, oh, someone's going to be there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, I don't come home and all of a sudden it's like, ah, seven people in your house. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, you know, with, like, the idea of, like, I was going to go home and unwind yeah. and everything. Um, so I remember saying that and my mother was just kind of like, ¿Por qué no me quieres? Oh and I was just like, oh my God, mom. You know, and I was like, ¿por qué no quieres la familia? No, 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 no los amas. ¿Por qué quieres hacer así? Algo te está mal, ¿verdad? Estás como los gringos que no quieren estar con su familia. So translation for anyone that doesn't speak English. I mean, Spanish. <laughs> you know, it was very like, why don't you love me? Why do you like not love our family? Like, why are you like conforming to these like white American values or whatever. And I think that's why for me, I always associate like boundaries with like Americanness. Cause she's always like these American families, like don't want to like be with their families all the time. Mm-hmm. They leave and they don't talk to their parents and whatnot. Um, and I mean, like, I think that tends to be more true maybe in New York because there's like, you know, it's a more urban environment. And even, like, to some friends that I've talked to, they're just like, oh, yeah, like, at 18, I moved out. And I'm like, what? And then, you know, or I'll tell them, like, yeah, I have to, like, help out my family or whatnot. And, like, other Latinos, other children of immigrants, like, you know, we'll say that. And we're like, yeah, we're helping our family out, right? Like, paying back, kind of. And or then we like, live with them forever. Right. I mean, I think now I know a lot more white folk that live with their parents. Yes. Because the economy is hard and everyone's struggling because student loans but I think that wasn't as common right like and still like I know a lot of friends that don't that parents like were able to help them move out and whatnot but that's not really the truth for most like average middle income people or low income people right um and I think like my white friends tend to be more on like the lower middle income and low income area right um because that's just like the people that i like grew up around and we're drawn to so we tend to be more like normal people but especially going to manhattan and going to work in manhattan we are like i am around those like more higher end white people you know (laughs) not higher end but you know what i mean like more on the economics thing that i was like i didn't even know y'all existed you know and they're like and my like summer house yeah like and i went to like this place with my family and like i have a car in manhattan and i'm like what (laughs) i know um but yeah i feel like that's they very much set a lot of boundaries well for me it's funny because i don't have a a hard time setting boundaries with like my parents but I do with my extended family Mm. like my parents sort of know that like I do what I want and I think like from high school on they just kind of let me do what I wanted because I always I was always very responsible so it's not like me doing what I wanted was me doing like crazy stuff like Mm. me doing what I wanted was just like taking on like extracurricular activities like hello nerd alert <laughs> so I think like they, they've always just known that I will do what I want to do and because like they trusted me to do the right thing like they kind of just like butt out right which in a way was good but then in a way like I'm also like not very close with them like mm-hmm. I'm so used to like doing everything by myself and like I don't really share a lot of my life with them 
Um, I think part of it is just like things get lost in translation, like very early on, like stuff that was happening in school. Like I didn't know how to share it with them because then like, I feel like they didn't necessarily have the, um, they wouldn't understand exactly what it meant to me because like they didn't go to school here. So then I could kind of start censoring what I would tell them. Yeah, exactly. And so then like in general, like I'm just like not very close with them, but like I do, I do set boundaries with them. It's like my tias and my tios that like don't understand. Hey, basic brown nerds. This is joy Valerie. And I have some really exciting news for you. We have launched our merch shop. So you can go to basicbrownnerds.com slash shop and rep the basic brown nerd movement. And this is one of the ways that we can keep making high quality content and bring you season three. Yup, we are bringing season three in 2020. And know that when you go to our shop, you're not just supporting us. You are not just supporting the production of this. 100% of the profits goes back into Basic Brown Nerd so that we can bring you more episodes. But also because I want to make all of the ideas that I have a reality, events, and keep bringing you awesome content that every time you listen or see Basic Brown Nerds, you know that these are people just like you, that in this time where people are talking so much crap about us, that you know that our community is strong, powerful, resilient, that we make things out of nothing. And to be honest, that's how we started Basic Brown Nerds almost three years ago. We started in front of a computer and just trying to figure it out. So if you've been listening since then, Thank you so much. And when you shop from Basic Brown Nerds, you're not just supporting this. You are supporting local business, local Guatemalan-owned business right here in New York. So thank you. And feel free to reach out to us on social media at Basic Brown Nerds. And also to me at Joy Valerie with two E's on Instagram and Twitter. I am low-key addicted to social media. That's literally my career. (laughs) I work in media. So I'm really excited to get to know you all, but also feel free to send me any opportunities, any ways to collaborate to keep making this bigger and keep basic brown nerds going. So see you next decade in 2020. And they always want to talk about, oh my, like, why is it that when all of the women in my family get together, all they talk about is weight? Yes. I swear to God. Why? But that's just women in general. Well, maybe not so much anymore. I think I've noticed that that has shifted a lot, maybe just in my circle um, that like, you know, people are like, what side are you on? Or like, who are you dating? And that's shifted a lot more. And I think that has to do with like the environment. But yes, I think it has to do. Yes. No, I, was, I think it has to do with the friends that we're choosing now. Like we know oh, that we true. want we, we want friends that have like a different kind. Like we want to have a different connection with them. Right. right. But like all they do, it's like and like I remember being in college, like the first time I called them out was when I was in college. Like I was very depressed. I also have IBS and like sometimes my IBS gets triggered really badly and when I was in college it was really horrible because uh three people that I knew passed away it was like somebody passed away in June somebody in September someone in January so I was like I was I lost like 30 pounds in three months because Mm -hmm. I wasn't hungry I couldn't sleep and the only thing that would make me feel better was running so like Mm -hmm. I'm running a lot but I'm not eating a lot and like it was just 
And then like growing up, I remember when I came here to the US, like I used to always be very skinny in Mexico. Like I was always La Flaquita, right? Then we came here to the US and then like we started eating like that school lunch and I started gaining weight and then I got depressed and then like I started dealing with eating disorders and then I gained a lot of weight. And then I sort of like found like a medium. And then in college, I lost a lot. And then it was like, my family was always like, either I was too fat or I was too skinny. And like, they were always just like finding a way to make me feel bad about my own body. And like, I remember they were like talking about it. And like, I was literally like, se me van todas la chingada. Yeah, I have no problem calling out my family like this. I was like, when you guys are perfect, then you can talk to me. I was like, but all you guys ever do is you go on like some crazy like sopa de col diet where you lose like 40 pounds and then you go back to eating like a normal person. Then you gain it back. Like I am trying to find like an actual healthy lifestyle that's not just about how much I weigh and it's not about fitting into a dress for like some quince or some wedding. Like I just want to be healthy like all the time. And they were all like, oh, okay. And then, like, they kind of stayed away for, like, for a while. And then, like, I had my daughter. And then, like, I gained weight after. Right. And then, like, they kind of, like, said something again. But, like, I have, like, again, I have no problem sending them straight. But notice it's always the tias that are not, like, perfect looking. You know? Because I think going back to, like... Perfect according to what society Well, yeah. But I think it's, like, sort of going back to the whole... uh, like when we did a Yag Novio episode where like these are the conversations that they default to because like they don't really talk about anything else. Right. like they're not necessarily having the conversations that we're having because they didn't like you know they haven't grown up with this like awareness that we're growing up with right, right. like my aunts like they they've all had to just like do the work that they need to do to survive like they've never had a job because it's like what they like doing right like they've always been taking care of other people and so like I understand like there's a generational gap in between and like it's not that I think that they're like no not smart or anything it's just like I get all of that, but at the same time, I still don't need to put up with it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the other thing. You know, like, I feel like I tend to um, over-empathize with people. Like, when you're saying that, I'm just like, oh, I should be more empathetic. But then, like, you know, at the same time, you're like, right, you don't have to put up with it, right? Yeah. Like, I think, like, yeah, okay, that's all they might know and might want to talk about. Like, when you only know, like, certain things, you're only going to talk about those, right? So mm-hmm. when you're, you only know, like, being a wife, a, you know, being a good woman, like, that's going to be the conversations that you have right or like going to church every Sunday right and like those are going to be the conversations that you talk about that I guess it's good because I think about that even like with my own family and sometimes I like I think I in general give people too much of a pass it's like okay well I can understand this is why you talk about this and like Mm -hmm. this is why you behave this way so I kind of just let it go yeah because I'm just like okay I get it but the other thing is like you know, you do like, yes, that might be how that person is. Maybe they're not aware of their actions, but you're like, okay, like they've had a traumatic life. Like I get that this is where they come, but you don't have to put up with that. And that's a big thing about it. Right. And I think I was even telling my therapist about like an issue I was having. And she was like, it's not your job to help others grow. And I was like, ah, yeah, you know, and I'm just like, I mean, "Ah." listen, like, I think like, I think in a, in a way, like it is definitely our job to call people out when Mm -hmm. they say ignorant things. Like it's not our job to make sure that they get the message. Right. Like it's just kind of like, that's a lot of emotional labor. Yeah. Like they kind of like, I just have like 
by now my family knows like I'm really annoying and I don't even know if they actually want me to be going to any of the family events because like I will say shit about something. <laughs> like like when my one of my aunts is always like ay es que hay que hacerle el cafecito and like blah 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 and I'm just like no like he's a grown ass man he can make his own coffee and I'm like oh my god like just calm down and I'm just like okay well like and that's why I've been pulling away from my family because right. I've realized that like even though I love them very much like I'm just kind of like in a place where um when I spend time with them I, I am more stressed out like I don't actually enjoy my time anymore and I think part of it was like Growing up, it was easy for me to just like ignore them and just like take in what I wanted to take in. But I think because like I have Eliana, I'm very conscious of what she's taking in, right? Because mm-hmm. she's obviously much more impressionable. So whereas to where I can go to my aunt's house and just ignore shit that she says, she is taking it in of like this right. is what women do. You know what I mean? And so like, like I have to look skinny. I have or, to look yeah. yeah. And so for me, like I think that's why like I'm just like very conscious of it because you know, for right. her is different. And that's why I just kind of like need to like stay away. And like, I was telling you, like one of them, one of my aunts and uncles came over to the house and they were talking to my brother because like he works out a lot and they were talking about weight. And I was like trying to stay away because I was like, no tardan en hablar de mi. And then obviously they did. And then I was like, <laughs> okay, like I don't appreciate you talking about my weight. Like right. you just don't need to do it. And then they were just like, oh, Mika, like, you're just, like, traumatizing yourself. Like, you're fine, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no. Like, I don't want to have this conversation. Right. And they basically, like, brushed it off. And in my head, I'm just like, okay, cool. Then I don't need to interact with you. Right. And so, like, I've been avoiding them now because... And I think that it's, like, you know, that thing that he's like, oh, well, you're traumatizing yourself. And you're just like, yes, this is traumatic. Like, this is something that I don't want to talk about with you. Because I think, like, sometimes, you know, if you're not conscious about like the words and the language that you use with other people like you don't know what they've gone through right like you're saying a a lot of times like especially like for me as well like weight has to do a lot with like my emotional well-being yes like if I you know like when growing up like my mother would always point that out right like my mom's very thin and she's always conscious of like everything that she eats right Mm -hmm. so like that was something that was like kind of like passed on to me and then like as a kid like she was like everybody was like oh sasquinita like that's flaquita. And I was like, oh my god, I was never, I was always too skinny or I was too chubby, yeah. right? And I'm just like, ugh. And I was always like a chubby kid. And then I did track, um, so I was running, running, running every day in mm-hmm. high school, and I would like only eat cookies. Like that was yeah. all my meal. Like for lunch, I would eat cookies and water, which is like really unhealthy. Yeah. Like now I'm just like that was like an eating disorder. Like you know, I was very like always like okay, and you can't eat this and right. And I feel like as women, especially like we're told we have to look a certain way that like it's very. You know, like if you keep putting those, like, yeah, that ideal onto them, especially like our mothers, right? The women in our family, because that's what they were told. And then, like, it kind of gets passed on. Like, the dieting culture is like insane. Like, like I was mentioning, like, they have all of these weird women. They have, too, you know, like, (laughs) well, I mean, Honestly, in my families, I don't really yeah. see it in the men as much. I see it a lot in men that I'm friends with or around because I work in, like, a male industry. But not, obviously, like, when I'm growing up, it was always the women, right? Like, that I was yeah. around. I think it's because, like, the men, most of the men in my family work very physical jobs where, like, mm. they just, like, more, tend to be more slimmer because like their job is so physically right, demanding right. and i think in latino culture it's very much like feed the men right like oh my god yeah yeah always that like it's weird because even like seeing like my white friends and being in like around white men 
and they're just like, no, it's fine. I won't eat this. I'm just like, like part of me is just like, I don't understand. Like, like, yeah. I'm like, can you have more food? Like, why are you not being fed? And I have to like hold myself back because I'm like, do not feed the men, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> but I'm also just like, can you eat more? Like, honey, what's wrong with you? Like, I need you to eat. And I'm like, that's so ingrained in me. But that's like the thing. It was like, I and it's also unattractive when I see a man that doesn't eat too much, but that's a whole other thing. Really? That's I weird. feel like it's because, I don't know, like maybe it's like because of You've how I grew up. You've internalized it. Yeah. And I'm just like, you need to eat. Well, and also because I eat a lot uh, so that I'm self-conscious and like a guy doesn't eat too much like I and then, also like, then you feel like you can't eat as much as you want right and then I'm like oh you're judging me because I'm such a fatty and I'm just like whatever I don't care I embrace it mm-hmm. but I mean that's like a whole other thing like sometimes I definitely like overeat when I'm bored um yeah. and that's like something I need but to work like, with <laughs> but then like that's like the other thing like I have this quote that like I posted and every time it comes on my Facebook memories I repost it and it's like yes will tell you to finish your plate and then they will talk to you about diets. Like, oh, yeah. It's just like... No estás comiendo. Yeah, it's I like, oh, mija, that. come this, come that. Like, and it's no, kind of no, like, don't eat. Where's your husband? Poquito, <laughs> and then they're like, oh, yeah, pero like, uh, last time I saw you, and I'm just like, oh, <sighs> my God. Even my dad does this a lot to me and it's so annoying and it doesn't bother me anymore because... I've definitely set that boundary where they're like, when they comment on my weight and like mm-hmm. my weight gain, like I make it very uncomfortable for everyone. <laughs> Cause I like point out and I was like, yes, I am taking medication. It has changed my weight. Like, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm not doing as best as I can, but I also have all these time and I need to build it in. Right. So then I just make everybody super uncomfortable. I know. Okay. Um, <laughs> it was a very like my, my coworker uh, was like, Oh, like, what are you doing? Like your skin looks so nice. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, Flips hair, antidepressants. Like, <laughs> because I was feeling better, like, my appearance was also right, better, right. right? And so then, like, I just, like, tell people the real thing. And I'm just, like, right now that I'm, like, working out again, like, I probably lose, like, some weight, like, once the weather is, right. like, warm. And then I'm just, like, waiting for people, like, what are you doing? And I'm just going to be, like, oh, my anxiety is under control. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel like that's something, you know, like, for me, I'm just, like, okay, I do need to, like, work on my weight and my body. But it's not really, like, my weight. It's more just, like, I need to work on my health. You I need know? to take care of myself. Myself. I'm, like, I do feel like I'm not at the best optimal place. But now I'm just, like, okay, but mentally I'm in a place that now I can take that time to do it right yes. as opposed to like I was so drained that I didn't even want to leave my bed you know and yeah. it was like oh I have so many things going on and I'm like I can't even do this or like I'm forgetting to eat that's like the other thing right so that's why my weight is always fluctuating because sometimes I'm like so anxious and overwhelmed that I forget to eat which is horrible and then I just get a really bad migraine and then the next time you eat you just like blow it up and yeah. I'm like Ugh. it's like a whole process but I feel like that's why like for me like setting that boundary with like my family it's like this is what we can talk about because even when I went to Guatemala like that's even more intense more patriarchy blah 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 yeah. perfect women people look at pictures and they're like oh my god you're so skinny you're like so pretty right and even like I hate the Facebook memories because it reminds me like you know like when I was in college mm-hmm. and I was like really skinny and I was talking to like my best friend and I was just like look at how skinny I was I was getting all the guys I was like I was living my best whole life and she was just like one you still can hold it up whatever you want yes. and I was like you're right you're right uh, <laughs> and she was like you literally were telling me things I was like uh, you're right you're right and I was like but I'm not getting like the cute guys and she was like 
that's because you don't want them anymore and they're dumb. Like, you know, they're trash. And I was like, oh, you're right. You're right. Um, but she was just like, even looking at it. And she was like, also Val, like you have to remember, like you were really, really depressed. Like you were in a really bad spot, like really bad place. When like, you know, like the pictures that like, I look, you know, like thin and smiling, but like looking at that, I was like, right I was not getting help for like my anxiety and depression like I would black out every weekend and that's like one of the reasons I was so skinny like because I was just throwing up all the time um and yeah and the other thing was like I didn't have enough money for food like because I was in college and I was like broke as hell that like even at times like me and my friend the girl I was talking to you know I was like I have bread and she was like I have cheese and we'd be like we can make sandwiches like it was that bad um and that was right after I broke up with my like long-term boyfriend at the time who used to buy all the food Mm. because I didn't have money to buy all the food so then we broke up and like my health was like you know like my self-confidence rose up and also I lost a ton of weight because I didn't have anyone to feed me (laughs) but but yeah and I feel like now I'm at this place where I'm like bitch I can feed myself you know and you know I I get bougie and I like trying out new restaurants but now I'm just like okay I need to tone it down because I've been rushing and like get to work so late and I'm trying to change my situation with that and then I'm like oh what do I eat and I'm like let me eat a burger and then I'm like okay okay I need to like tone it down right but it's for me right and so the fact that like when somebody brings that up that's my family that's like why are you doing this and I'm like you don't even know like how much this is related to my life right but it's like yeah I've definitely been like I'll play it off sometimes. I'm like, oh, well, now you're chubby. And I'm like, that's because I'm making money and I'm buying myself good food. Like, we're just like, we just gotta be like Cardi B and like, let me fat in peace. <laughs> Wait, she says that? Yeah, she. No, yes. Somebody, more somebody, her somebody was like talking about how she gained weight, which like now we know she's pregnant. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Her. Mind you, she got like, people were hating on her, like, oh, there goes her career because she's pregnant and everything. And I'm like, hello. She just released an album, got a whole bunch of number one hot singles or whatever, all while pregnant. Also, but like, can I just say, like, did this happen with Beyonce? I do not remember. Because, you know, here's the thing. Beyonce's married and Cardi B isn't. And I feel like sometimes people just like still are all about the whole married life. Oh, and it's yeah. like, she can do whatever the fuck she wants. Right. She's a grown-ass woman. Mind you, also, she has a shit ton of money. Like, she can do whatever she wants. Like, if she's like, yeah, I'm gonna pop out a baby. Like, cool. Good for her. She can afford to have did, a nanny and everything that she'll need did, for this child. Like, did, like, Beyonce's life slow down after her baby? Uh, no. If anything, it got better. Got lemonade. lemonade came <laughs> after Blue. We are getting mm-hmm. like, new, I mean, I'm pretty sure we're getting new stuff right now after the twins i mean we just got Beachella right now i don't know have you caught up with all the clips of beyonce and um, coachella so i went on instagram because i saw somebody else had posted it um apparently you can't search her right now for top hits for beyonce oh i managed to do it early in the morning it got like blocked for some reason that's like weird. it says like instagram has been reported account this thing so like let's talk about censorship that's gonna be a whole other thing oh yeah <laughs> but, but yeah but yeah so then i was just like i feel like people hate on like are hating on her because she's not married and because she was a stripper and like blah blah and it's just like she uh, is doing more than all of you yeah and I, sometimes like you know obviously like i love beyonce but i feel like beyonce makes pe- a, a lot of other people very comfortable because she is married mm-hmm. and like i feel like she makes people comfortable because like she like 
did it like she worked her ass off and like yeah but like she was like never a stripper or anything right. whatever um i remember when her for her cd beyonce came out they were writing about like she was very sex positive like that was like mm-hmm. her embracing her sexuality in a whole other way but like a lot of people were very comfortable with that because she was married like if she had mm-hmm. written that That's true and, and she's talking about her husband so. yeah exactly so then it's just like people need to leave cardi b alone right also like cardi b is doing the most more than anyone and she is so outspoken and i think that's the other thing like people think she's dumb right because she like no. talks a certain way yes. and like she's silly and goofy and you know people are like oh she's from the hood um, mind you, she started studying like political science, right? And she but couldn't also, finish, but she's smart. But like, you can be from the hood and you can be all of those things. Like people right. just have like a very specific idea. Right. It's like, okay, yeah, you have a certain accent, but like also like what she's saying to people who understand her is very revolutionary. Yes. Right? Like she talks about feminism, she talks about inequality, and she says it in a way that like the people that where she comes from, they can understand what she's saying, right? Well, that, but also, like, obviously, that is stuff... And relate. But those are stuff happening in the hood already. Like, there are feminists in the hood, and, like, people, like, just don't think... She's just mainstream. The people just think people, everyone in the hood is, like, on welfare and, like, uh, have, like, have... They're all single single mothers, and, like, their baby daddies run away, right? Like, that's, like, not true. Like, it's so much more complex. Right. And, like, people are going to school. Like, people are getting educated. like some people who aren't able to get those credentials like that doesn't mean they're not intelligent right that just means like they don't have that backing of academia that we like like you know have such a high they don't have all of the access like they have to make different choices right it's like you know anyone that wants to learn and wants to like educate themselves nowadays can right like there's the internet like you can find resources and like people that are resourceful in the end they do find those we need to have a whole episode about this and that clip for the new show and starts coming out Vida and how the people were like commenting all these negative stuff I got into a fight with someone yes so this we, is why I don't go into the comments because then I'm like, yeah. no. But we should have this as a as a whole thing. But yeah, going back to like boundaries, like you can just set them and you don't have to worry about people taking the wrong way. Like I think sometimes that's right. just like us being insecure yes. about ourselves. And it helps the other pe- like person, right? And I think especially for people who don't have boundaries, like you're leading by example in a way, yes. right? Like when you set those, because I know when people have set them for me and they're like, oh, let me like check my schedule and let me get back to you. Like for a moment, I'm like taking it back. Like, oh, they just said that. And then at the same time, I'm like, wait, they can do that, you know? And I'm just like, oh, I should do that, you know? And I feel like that is important. Like, And boundaries are a form of self-care. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, just remember to always take care of yourself. And uh, like we always say, like, just remember to check back on you and see how you're doing and then see what new boundaries you need to be setting. Yeah, I'm all about that. And just, yeah, I think that's an important thing. Just checking in with yourself, like constantly. So there's always room for improvement. You know, and if you don't check in, then you're like, oh, what do I fix? What am I working on? What, where have I come? And that's like such a good thing to like see that realization of like your goals and your progress to just keep moving forward, I think. And don't, uh, don't forget to just let your TS know to calm down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. If you have any questions or feedbacks, or if you want to submit 
to your version of taking out the trash, telling us about those trash men in your lives, email us at basicbrownnerds at gmail.com. Go to patreon.com slash basicbrownnerds, or you could donate directly to us at Venmo at basicbrownnerds. Bye! Bye! Thanks for listening to Basic Brown Nerds.